one of the things that I want to help entrepreneurs to understand is you don't have to kill yourself in the first couple of years. What it does take though is intentionality, strategy, planning, focus, eliminating distraction. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back. It's the second episode of the Remote Working Series with Ali. And if you haven't listened to the first episode yet, you should do so because you get her uh, to know, you get to know her a bit better. And also um, how uh, working remotely helped her uh, health-wise. That was uh, an interesting uh, thing to see and how the freedom of working from anywhere can really support you, especially if you are maybe close to a burnout. Unfortunately, like Ali said last time, you sometimes have to be quite at the bottom to be able to find new energy and start fresh. Welcome back, Ali. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me back. Looking forward to today's chat. Yeah, me too. So because today we're talking more about your journey and how being an employed remote worker helped you to become a better remote working entrepreneur like you are now and also looking a bit more at the work-life perspective also um, in a team and maybe not in a team. So let's, uh, let's start. Let's kick off this conversation, Ali. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I started my journey. I think I mentioned it on the, the previous call. I started it as a remote worker, um, an employed remote worker, part-time, um, really trying to recover from that burnout. And I think partially because of trying to recover from burnout and really recognizing like it was like do or die with getting, getting my boundaries in, in order. Um, so putting boundaries in place and learning also, I think it, with re re working remotely, a really important piece to this for yourself is just being able to advocate for yourself. So, you know, it was, a, it was definitely a journey in that. It didn't happen overnight, you know, learning to put boundaries in place, communicate those boundaries and yep. being an advocate for myself. Um, and then uh, along with also, focusing more on myself and redesigning my life in a way that made me happy, motivated me to, you know, get in at, and get, go to work, get shit done at work, and then, you know, be done with work and go off and enjoy my life. So with that motivation and on the journey with, with boundaries and self-advocacy, I, with also being kind of a, a natural, like, uh, you know, I'm a process and workflow improvement. I'm a, you know, organized geek. <laughs> With a combination of all of that, it really, I, I very quickly learned how to balance work and life. Um, you know, I was definitely super motivated by the life that I had created mm -hmm. with the freedom and flexibility. And so I not only looked to leadership to, to help with that. And I, I, you know, there were times where I definitely challenged and pushed back when I felt like, you know, maybe their processes were, were maybe either broken or they didn't have the right, right processes or protocols in place, which was causing uh, a greater workload. Um, so I'm always a big fan, again, that self-advocating for yourself in, in the direction you want to go, but also like just to protect yourself as well. Um, and so 
being able to really focus on putting myself first um, helped me to create that, that work-life balance as, as, you know, as a remote worker, employed remote worker. Um, now, fast forward to being an entrepreneur and running my own business, you know, the, the, we, I think we all kind of have this thought process of when you, when you start to run your own business, because you're doing everything, it's super stressful. And you just basically have to like sacrifice your life for the first couple of years and just kill it with the business and basically kill yourself along the way, um, stress, overwhelm and, and burnout. And because I'd already experienced the burnout, I was not going back there because work-life balance had become so important to me. And because of what I wanted to do in helping people with remote work and to be able to enjoy their life, which you need to have work-life balance to do that, there was the level of accountability for that. There was just my, my passion for it. Um, and I, and, and this, in this sense of like, there's just no way I'm ever going back to, to burnout again. Um, and learning the habits in, uh, as an employed remote worker in that kind of structure and environment really has helped me tremendously now as an entrepreneur. Like I, I often say that like, that this is my first year. I've actually just wrapped up my, my first year of my, my own business with Fully Remote with Ali. And I would say that probably looking back over the year, I would say 90% of the time, I was very happy with my work-life balance. There were definitely moments where, you know, I, I let things get to me a little too much, or I put, I, you know, I put the pressure on myself. Um, and, and I'm really happy about that, you know, because I'm not perfect. So I'm not going to say I, I did hundred percent. So I would say about 90% is, is pretty accurate. And there's, um, you know, I feel like one of the things that I want to help entrepreneurs to understand is you don't have to kill yourself in the first couple of years. What it does take though, is intentionality, strategy, planning, focus, eliminating distraction. And these are all the things that I, I help entrepreneurs and freelancers um, with is to let's really focus on what are your goals? Do your goals line up with your values? Um, and how do we strategically plan to meet those goals so that every single day you feel good about what you've accomplished and you feel one day closer to reaching your goals and planning it in a way that you don't feel like today, I have to work 12 hours to get to my goal that you've planned and that the work that you're going to do within let's say six hours is the work that you need to do today to, to throw the ball down the field and you feel good about what you've done and you disconnect and you go and enjoy life. And then you go back to work the next day refreshed and motivated. And it's not the motivation of, I think that there's like, there's a difference that there's the adrenaline, the stress, the adrenaline high that sometimes we can get addicted to. And we think that that's the, the passion and the motivation when really it's just adrenaline. And when you consistently live life like that, you are, excuse my language, fucking up the inside of your body, <laughs> your hormones, your stress hormones, your estrogen, testosterone, all of that stuff is getting out of balance. Your sleep is out of whack. It's really doing a lot of damage internally. And it takes years of intentionality um, to, to recover from that. And that's kind of where I am at this point in my life as well. So long, long story there, but that's, um, you know, that's kind of how being an employed remote worker helped me to be an entrepreneur 
that really does have, you know, in her first year of work, uh, first year of business, have really good work-life balance. Yeah, very good. And I think it's a, it's a good point because it is really uh, hassling, they say, no? and, and some uh, entrepreneurs use that as a, as a good word. <laughs> <laughs> I say, oh no, it's a hassle. It's a, I'm hassling all all day, all night, and uh, I'm, I'm and really the grind, stuff, and right? the grind, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I agree. It's it's it shouldn't be a hassle. You should enjoy the journey. That there is stressful times, of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Stressful times if you're employed, um, and uh, you need to be realistic and and stuff. But what if you put if you hassle and grind the whole time and then um you grind down your health like you say um and yeah. it's uh, messing up everything um in your life and uh and that's like you shared with us your your burnout story as well that the long journey to bounce back and uh, is still mm -hmm. going on probably so it's not so easy yeah. to come back from that it's, it's better to put on the brakes when you feel you get stressed even better you don't even get to that stage um yeah. And when you start your own business, if you become an entrepreneur, if you become a freelancer, whatever you want to call it, you, you, you do something where you have the responsibility to get the money in, basically. Um, it, it can be a lot of stress already and you want to do a, a lot of things. And it can be difficult um, working alone, especially if you're a solopreneur and you, you, like you mentioned, everything is done by yourself as well. You probably don't outsource everything at the beginning because also there's not the financial resources. Mm -hmm. Even more important to look after your well-being um, and not grind you down. And that's also uh, the financial well-being yeah, <laughs> and your, your um, physical and mental well-being all the same i completely agree but it can be difficult i understand that and there's a lot of pressure on um, and I, I really like that you shared okay being a remote employee um, already helped you to cope with certain situations that come with working remotely if you are an entrepreneur so um it's a good tip actually maybe start working as an the remote employee and then make your way into uh, remote uh, entrepreneurship <laughs> yeah it really helps to to create the boundaries the structure and the routine um, and if you're you know for the listeners if you're not at that point or if you're past that point where you're not necessarily like a remote worker isn't it for you you're already all in with being the entrepreneur um then i would say now in the beginning, like right now today, start with, you know, what are your boundaries, putting those boundaries in place, creating a routine. Um, it's kind of funny because if a lot of people feel like, okay, well, I wanted to start my own business so that I could have the freedom to do what I want when I want, but now I find myself more structured and routine than I ever was before. And that is, that's just, <laughs> that's just the nature of this. That's how it has yep. to be. If you, if you really do want to be able to shut off and enjoy the freedom when you want to, you do have to have the structure to make the progress, to be financially free, to be able to have the freedom. And um, so it, it's kind of funny that realization that, that people have. And, and when you think about it also, I, I tell my clients a lot of times, like when they're coming to me asking, you know, help with making a decision, I, I often have them, um, basically ask, you know, their, their future self. Like, so if I'm making a decision, like would this benefit future Allie, you know, or is this just benefiting present Allie? And 
So if you think, kind of frame it this way, if you are killing it now in your business, you know, doing the hustle, doing the grind and, you know, running on adrenaline, running on stress. And when you finally do get to the point, right, a couple, you know, a couple of years, sometimes it usually takes a couple of years to really get to that point where you have enough money coming in and now you have the, the you know, really you have the freedom to do what, what you want and go where you want. But as I'm doing right now, I'm spending six months in Oaxaca city, in the same place, focused on my daily routine, focused on taking, it's like 30 something supplements in a day, focused on my sleep, going to bed by 1030 every night, but like very intentional because I have to recover from that burnout. So again, that's what I'm saying. Like if you are killing it right now, and when you get to the point where you actually have your freedom, you might not be able to really enjoy the freedom quite as much because you're spending so much time recovering so that you actually feel good to be able to enjoy the freedom. So that's something to think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very good. And uh, it's a lot of supplements. <laughs> and I, yes. I remember I saw that on, on social media, but I think um, it's also a bit more holistic way to look yes. into things um, to get things back on track. Uh, I do actually also take... Uh, quite a few supplements not as many <laughs> uh, luckily I don't need them but I, I do to prevent some stuff and um, to feel better to avoid uh, illnesses or anything like the deficiencies and stuff um, so I think it's a it's a good thing and uh, what you said having boundaries and routines in place is super important because if you're more structured even though like you said you think oh I'm an entrepreneur now I do my own thing I'm not as structured as before maybe um, it is advisable to be even more structured to get uh, things done in a way so you don't have to hassle and grind but just mm -hmm. in a mindful way and step by step yeah yeah absolutely and like what the way you're doing it sounds more like you're just you're taking care of yourself and you're preventing where unfortunately I'm in the season where mm. I am taking care of myself, but I'm recovering. Like yes. I'm taking that many because these are like certain protocols to recover from burnout. So yeah, it's definitely, you're taking the, the much better route. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's because I'm also was uh, close to a burnout, let's say in 2016, actually. And I don't know oh, if you know, okay. but I was, uh, I was uh, hassling and grinding a lot and also yeah. there were some stressful times in the family health-wise and uh, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor uh, oh, wow. so everything uh, came, yeah I don't have one I, I <laughs> say that straight away but um, I was diagnosed with that so for two months basically I thought I'm, I'm dying because obviously I also check Dr. Google what they have to say and of course, of course. if you do that you always die <laughs> um, but I had a really bad um, doctor as well who I was there for, for a um, routine check. Well, not routine, but a check for my ears because I have a tinnitus uh, since I'm 19. On, so that mm -hmm. ringing on both ears. Um, and um, after 20 years, I thought maybe I can get checked out if anything changed uh, in the world of science that can help with that. Uh, mm -hmm. it didn't. Uh, but anyway, mindfulness helps and meditation, um, which I found out after that. Uh, yeah. But I got basically my head scanned for that. And uh, the doctor said, I have good news. Your ears are completely fine, but you have a brain tumor. <laughs> and I was like, mm, 
How is that good news? <laughs> and, and, then, and then he said, I can't tell you anymore because it's not my specialty because I was like an ear, nose, throat doctor. And he said, I, I don't know, but it looks like you have a tumor. So you need to see an endocrinologist to get everything checked out. So the pituitary front wow. that's uh, basically enlarged. And after two months, we found out it's just enlarged. In the spiritual world, that's very good because it means I can communicate with the universe a bit better. And uh, that nice. also explains a lot of things, I have to say. <laughs> um, yeah. A bit woohoo now, but uh, yeah, so all good. But anyway, that um, was leading all and feeding into all this stress and getting close to burnout until just before Christmas, um, I went to an event and I've met um, a friend of mine who's also an author of a lot of mindfulness books. And he gave me his latest book, which was Seven, Seven, uh, The Mindful Way Through Stress. And it's a program that lasts seven weeks and it was just before Christmas. So I thought I'm going to Germany for three weeks so I can actually make use of three weeks and do this because you have to do something every day, basically. Mm. Um, before I thought I don't have time for this, of course, um, but I yeah. did take the opportunity and said, OK, let's step on the brakes before I really get a proper burnout um, and have to bounce back from that. So I, I also um, learned not the super hard way, but hard way to take care of myself a bit better. Yeah. And yeah. this is why like I always um, try to avoid, come close to that again. Yeah. Yeah. The breaks. Yeah. Good mm. for you. Wow. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was that. <laughs> um, but yeah, boundaries, routines, being productive, um, getting help for that as well. Uh, you don't yeah. have to do it all alone if you are an entrepreneur. Even if you are an em uh, employee that's working remotely or something, uh, which can be uh, good for some and um, difficult for others. Um, however, there's ways around that to, to not feel alone, to not actually be alone and work in a way that it's productive for you and for the company or your own business um, without grinding down your work-life balance. And I know you, for example, you. Um, really have a good long morning routine and making sure you're not checking first thing the phone and leave it in airplane mode and um, not booking meetings in too early and stuff and I also mm -hmm. to other people who said no if I have meetings it's only in the afternoon because also mm -hmm. I'm more productive in the morning and don't want any meetings in the mornings um, or something like that so obviously if you have your own business if you're an entrepreneur you have more freedom to schedule that if you're an employee you probably have more Mm, let's say uh, fixed working hours fixed meeting times and stuff like that mm -hmm. but yeah even there try to find the balance and like you mentioned in this episode and also in the previous one make sure you put the boundaries in straight from the beginning and if um, something creeps in you need to speak up next week we're gonna look into going fully remote um, and how this is a personal journeys and um we're talking a bit more about the dark side as well i think I probably the, sh the shadow side right the shadow side the shadow yeah. side <laughs> okay thank you so much for your time again and i always enjoy uh, talking to you i'm always learning something new it's interesting to see how you managed um to get really the life that you want and yeah. um it's very inspiring thank you for sharing that yeah thanks for having me today
That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.